This is a Capricorn FM podcast. For the past couple of Tuesdays, we've been having a conversation with Kilebo Kilekatsedi, who is the head of donor relations for the South African National Blood Services. We've learned so much. I mean, my my favorite episode was perhaps when we're learning about the different blood products that are available. Because in my mind, you know, you go there, you donate blood and, you know, that's that. But there's just so much that can be extracted from one's blood uh, and so much you can donate from uh, the South African National Blood Services. But today we want to find out a little bit more about... Uh, blood groups, their significance, and uh, if we do have one that is more sought after than the other. Good morning, Kilevogile. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, thank you. Good morning, and ha- thanks for having me back again. So, Kilevogile, what is the significance of my blood group? So, the biggest thing that um, I can think people or the layman on the street needs to know about your blood group is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we've got the four major groups that we use, which is blood group A, blood group B, blood group AB, and blood group O. Now, these four um, are different and not based on a lot of things, but genetics plays a role in it as well. Um, the biggest and most important thing is knowing your blood group so that if you are an, in an emergency, that you should be able to know who is going to give you your blood? Whose blood would you be compatible with? Mm. So, for instance, if you had to get into a car accident today, I'm a blood group A, um, and if I had to get into a car accident, and they need to do an emergency blood transfusion on the spot, I should be, you know, wearing something that can indicate or help them um, to know that I can only receive from group A mm. or from group O. That is what is the most important thing. Sometimes, you know, moms give birth on the side of the road and they lose a lot of blood. Things like that, you should be able to know, you know, what is my blood group. Yeah, so, so, so. so. You can help an emergency. True. True. I mean, I heard you mention something quite interesting, like wearing something or knowing my blood group. But um, yes. which blood group is the most sought after? I mean, we've seen from the stories and the series that if you're you're an O, you know, you are very important. Is that the truth? <laughs> uh, what is the story around that? So a lot of people say uh, O is very important. All blood groups are important. Yeah. Like like we spoke about with the different products, mm. we use all blood groups equally. They can learn some on different special um, products than others. But group O NEG is different because it gives blood to everybody. So it's compatible to give to everyone. If in the country um, we ran out of blood, like we usually sometimes do, mm-hmm. um, it is the O NEGs that really push us because at least then, um, with emergencies, you know, you can give it to anyone. You know that it's yeah. anyone can receive it. Um, so it doesn't require that we take so much time to process it and, and, and all of that. Um, so O negative is the most, I don't want to say it's sought after, but it is the most special because we are able to do so much more with it. Um, and that it does help that when mm. we have run out of blood and the fridges are empty, that one group of 
those group of people are able to save so many South Africans. So let's talk now about the myths that are related to blood donation. I mean, I've heard my fair share of I'm not donating because of this and that. But talk yeah. to us about some of the most common myths that are related to, to donating blood. So um, I was thinking about this question. And, you know, I could go. There's a lot there that mm. I can tell you that people will come up with. But I'm going to tell you this. The one thing I've always heard is... Um, Blood is only needed for accidents, or majorly needed for accidents. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest myth. And you know, that thing yeah. is the reason why we don't have consistent supply of blood throughout the year. Because then people only donate when they're, you know, during December or <laughs> Easter. People think yeah. that's when we need blood. That's not true. Sure. We need blood the most for women and children, childbirth, mm-hmm. uh, surgeries, uh, cancer patients. Those are things that happen when every single day. Absolutely. Every single day. So if you don't give blood now, waiting for December, a mom who just gives birth and hemorrhage won't have blood and might sure. die. Sure. So so let, let's talk more about something else that a lot of people do ask themselves sometimes. Can I donate blood after drinking alcohol, I know there's not much of that available, if any, right now. But I mean, it's yeah. a question that a lot of people do ask themselves as well. Can one donate yeah. blood after drinking alcohol? So the issue with alcohol is really mainly around the behavior that one, you know, alcohol behaviors. Yeah. Um, when somebody is intoxicated, you know, how are they going to behave themselves around others? So. Technically, yes, you can donate blood after you drink alcohol. Um, however, um, we try and not, um, how do I say, promote that because, you know, some people can be overly drunk and also hurt themselves. Mm. You know, the needle is in your hand. We don't want somebody who's uh, uncontrollable to be in a position where there's also needles around them. But in terms of the ability to give blood when you um have drank a glass of wine or a beer or two, yes, you definitely can donate blood. You'll see us. I mean, outside of lockdown, we would have been at festivals, you know, yeah. where people are having a good... We do go um, and also train in the fun, but be a, a really good cause around it. Most definitely. I mean, before I do let you go now, we've been having ourselves a very amazing time in the past couple of weeks just talking about this just learning and and raising a lot of awareness and also just debunking some of those myths that are there but before i do let you go i mean in south africa we we're over 50 million in in population Uh, how many people are donating blood in south africa of that uh, 50 plus million (laughs) of this country is donating blood. Did you just say 1%? Up until 2019, it was less than 1%. What? (laughs) A donating, a blood donor. I thought the drum roll roll was for a 60%. (laughs) No. I know. As wow. often as we are in the media, as much as we are speaking to people, 
we do acknowledge that there's more that still needs to be done. There's a lot of education that needs to go out mm. about this topic, about the fact that blood donation affects everyone, including black people, including young people, including young black females. And it's really important issues that we need to talk about that we don't always hear about. Um, right now, the curriculum in the, of the Department of Education does cover a bit of blood grouping and, and blood issues. But those things still need to be changed and in our culture. So unfortunately, we still at the 1% radar and we need to improve that number. Sure, definitely we do need to improve that number. As I do let you go, your last words uh, to the young people, to the people who are listening to us and, and this conversation right now, uh, the people who are not even a part of that 1% that is diligently donating <laughs> blood, what can you say? If not you, then who? Mm. Um, so if you're not donating blood, who do you expect to give you their blood? Um, it doesn't grow on trees. We can't get it on animals. We can't manufacture it. Only humans can save humans when it comes to this issue. So please, South Africa, please go out there. Support the South African National Blood Services so where you see us, www.sands.org.za. Um, come out and, and, and join us. Let's not uh, let another life go to waste when we could do something. Thank you so, so much, Kile Bukhile. I really do appreciate your time and I look forward to having some more conversations with you in the near future. Thank you. Have a blessed day. There you have it. If not you, then who? I mean, 1% of 58 million is just 580,000 people who are supposed to save the entire 58 million. Uh, and I think if that is not, you know, baffling enough for you to stand up and go and donate blood, I'm not quite sure what else there is to say to get you to donate blood. Uh, but thank you so, so much to everybody who has been interacting with us with this conversation in the past couple of weeks as we've been having it every single Tuesday, talking to you from uh, whether you are a blood donor, if yes, uh, and if no, why not? You know, we've, we've spoken about, we've, we've spoken to people who say they have received the blood themselves and just took a moment to say thank you to those strangers who donated that blood. Uh, because truly, just you going to donate, there are three people's lives who you are possibly saving. At least three people. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.